0: All right, guys, it is a special flashback Friday edition of the Sims and Go podcast where we still have a lot of awesome Super Bowl conversations to get to, and we've been organizing them, and we figured out there's a little thread between three legends, Jim Kelly, Devontae Freeman, and Tim Brown. They all connected to you somehow. Um, I'm just curious before we get into this. The Sims family, they're stuck with us. Oh, dude, <laughs> you're, you're interwoven into the NFL. Are you an Olympics fan? I am. I Are am, you watching the Olympics? I, I
3: am. I, I, I got to say, like, I find the figure skating to be somewhat annoying. I try to watch figure that.
0: skating right. for two minutes right. and I shut it off. Why do you find it annoying? Because I have a different thing.
3: <sighs> I just, I don't know what it is. I just am not in, I don't know. I can't even know if I give you, it's just not that exciting to me. I just, there's something about it. I would rather watch the speed skating, yeah. the
0: skiing, <clears throat> the bobsledding. Well, you're, um, you're the figure skating some... is a judge, so it's based on a score, very which true. seems arbitrary, right? And I don't know if they did good or bad until it's the very end. Hard to tell. Whereas sometimes. speed skating, whoever crosses the line wins. You win. Right. So I think there's that. My issue is right, right. I'm realizing this with the Olympics. Yeah. We talk about how these people work their entire lives for this moment. And their moment is like two minutes. And if they get the gold, it's dreams. The Olympics, in my view is people from all over the world failing in, like, the most gruesome way possible in front of all of these people watching, and then we celebrate. Like, I was watching this Canadian figure skater, and they're like, four years ago, he was the favorite, and he failed and didn't even medal, and it's been sitting in his brain ever since. And I'm like, holy shit. It's torture, And then he goes up there, and he falls, and I'm like, oh, my, just kill him. Like, I'm sitting there, like, I, I couldn't handle it. Like, I got stressed out. Yeah. It's very stressful. It is. But I mean, I don't just enjoy knowing that.
3: those people that train for it, it is. It's their life, and it's gone in, a, in a, a flash of a second. And you get one take. But I think, like, our take and, like, the take you just gave is such an American take. Like, I think, like,. If you get to the Olympics and you're from Germany, they're just like, he was. he's he's important to our country. Yeah, he managed to Germany.
0: That's bullshit. These people have he such... He's
3: representing th- our country. No, I feel like in our country, we're just like, did you get the gold? Nope, then
0: fuck you. Get out. It's I, time to move. Well, we're actually... All we care about is collective. We got 62. Russia's got 48. We got to beat them. You're just a part of the machine. No, my other thing, though, is... The, we think that NFL players have a limited amount of time to make money oh, on their career. Gosh, I know. If you don't win the gold, then you are not—you're screwed. You're not going on interviews. You're right. not getting book deals. And then if you don't get gold in a sport that people give a shit about, no one cares. No. You better hope that there's a TED Talk for Olympic winners so you can be like, "What? How my life changed after winning a gold?" <laughs> because I—I I just can't amend a my. I can't imagine. And the people are going to say, well, this is the wonder of amateur sports. This is why you do it. It's for the competition, I guess. But if I spent most of my life preparing for something that was not going to set me up financially, that kind of sounds like bad planning.
3: Yeah, and I don't think that's really the truth. I mean, yeah, it's amateur, but they're all doing it to help them... how they're doing something they love, and they're hoping that they can get a financial gain and be they set be up like their Sean life. Like Sean White, certainly, or, or Michael, Michael Phelps. Phelps. Exactly right. Those are the guys they're all shooting to be. Like, let me be so good at the Olympics that when the Olympics are over, I can make a living and career off of that. This is
0: how fucking sick I am. I'm sitting there going, "Look, I don't care if you win a gold medal. You're not getting any money out of it. That's crazy." <laughs> but I, I just look at it sometimes, man. And I go, "Even Michael Phelps, did he really want to get back in the pool?" Or did he just need to get his name out there and get that? You know what I mean? Like, I know. yeah. Damn, yeah. you're 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 kind of enslaving to it. Yeah, you got to do it.
3: You're your own. You know, and that's the reason why I didn't try out for the Olympics. That's the reason. Yeah, that's the only one. What would have been your event in the Winter Olympics? Everyone
0: will say curling, just right. because you right. know it's like beer pong on ice. You're
3: definitely not the bobsled. You'd be way too heavy for that. They wouldn't want to push you. No. <laughs>
0: I, I would have to get in the back and be like, I'm just going to push. I'll push. I got the caboose. Uh, you know, the, 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 You're nah, probably, Can you ski? No. I don't know how to ski either. I All that sh- stuff Ski? But you me. look like
3: you could be a skier. You, could, you got a, you got some what? thick thighs.
0: Yeah. No, you got an sick.
3: ass for a white person. Oh, no, I
0: could do, like, the sustained cross-country. But if I need to, like, flip or leave the skis? Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 <laughs> no. Yeah. This weight should stay on that's the That's the other
3: thing I do like watching is guys, like, get off the jumps and doing tricks like that. Like, I don't even whatever they got that's crazy they got big balls and big ovaries okay (laughs) i'm just gonna say it's amazing sometimes i'm like damn he just like flipped seven times there and I would be scared to death of doing that
0: stuff. Man. All right. So, Pack Show, we are going to start off first with Jim Kelly, Hall of Famer, quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, played in the USFL. I tried to use your dad's advice to get him to talk about Buffalo basement parties. Good luck. He's very nifty. Here's JK, Jim Kelly.
3: Yes, we are here with Jim Kelly. Ooh, Chris yeah, is starting I'm, it I'm off. I'm taking. With the legendary quarterbacks, I get to be the Please, guy. Please, I okay. understand. What was? What do you remember from him growing up? Oh, my gosh. What do I remember of him? The K gun? Are you kidding me? Him going around the field, <laughs> uh, shotguns, throwing the ball around. First of all, I really remember him in USFL days, starting there. No, you don't I remember that. I do. Those. If you asked my father, I could tell you. Almost like from the age of five, I was so obsessed with the sport. I'm no. like an encyclopedia in here. I was so just drop
0: some USFL knowledge. Well, right I mean, now.
3: I, I mean, I could go through the scores of your Super Bowls. No, no, but I do don't want to do, do that. that. <laughs>
4: Next question.
3: Um, let's, but but all seriousness, actually, I would like to ask something about those Super Bowl oh, teams. All good, all good. Because what you did, you're a Hall of Fame quarterback. You are the man. You deserve to win one of those Super Bowls. I'd be interested to know out of those four teams. Giants lost, Redskins lost, the two Cowboys. Which one was the best team in your eyes where you go, man, we kind of we were the best this year and we lost the the big game?
4: The Redskins. The Uh, Redskins. But unfortunately, we played the Redskins when they were peaking. So they were unbelievable. We knew, we knew personally, to be honest with you, that we were gonna have to play a flawless game going into that one. And we had some things that happened. You know, prior to that week, they, some of the coach – one well, one coach really put the bulletin board up. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. uh, we, we don't need to go in. And that's not why we Had lost. Had the but helmet issue give, to start the game. Well, and the, and the thing with yeah. that is that bums me up because it wasn't even Thurman's fault. Right. It wasn't even his fault. And I don't know whether you did this, but when you come off the field, you put your helmet the same place every single time. Yes. And yeah. then when you're ready to go, you run back, you grab because you know where it's going to yeah. be. Right, right. And that time – he knew where he put his helmet. Somebody moved it, Damn. and it wasn't his fault. He gets so much flack for that, but Jeez. you know what? It was Belichick. It is what it is. Right, Belichick so wait, moved his helmet. Are you
3: saying? Are you saying though that you think that Redskins team was the best team out of all the Super Bowl teams you played too? You know
4: what? Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I knew. I knew. We were confident. To be honest, we were confident in every single one. But we mm. knew playing the Redskins that we were going to have to play a flawless game because right. they were peaking. They were hitting top. Notch on every single part of offense, defense, special teams, and, um, and as a matter of fact, that was right here in Minnesota. Yes, yes. And, but the thing is, uh, we just never gave up. Yeah, we lost, but we came back again, and we came back again. It was we never won, but you know, it is what it is.
0: Man, that whole era of quarterbacks too—Sims, Kelly, Marino—that whole era. Aikman. What, what is that bond like? What was? It? Did you realize the other guys that you were competing with in the sport at that time?
4: Well, we, I knew they were great, yeah. there's no doubt about it. I mean, you just said probably 4 or 5 names out of like 20, exactly. 25 that were awesome. Your yeah. father was one of the best to ever play the game. He should be in the Hall of Fame. I he will that. he will be. He will be in know, due thanks. time, but thanks. Phil Simms is an amazing quarterback. As a matter of fact, I had dinner with him last night, Right. and uh he's going to um sit, he's going to work out with Chad and uh spend some time with my nephew Chad. That's so awesome. Chad I'm looking Kelly. forward to that cuz yeah, I that's know great. that Phil's mentality and his mind, he's one of those guys that could definitely make you a better person and a better quarterback. Thanks, man. I would love Thanks. to
0: hear your perspective of Phil. I find Phil to be wildly entertaining. He's obsessed with his oh, body. He's obsessed with mechanics. And I think he's the same way. The whole Sims family. What is it like, you, you and Phil? What is your relationship? How has it, it grown?
4: I've always I've always known Phil. Always appreciated him um, as far as uh, announcing. Uh, one of the best to do yeah. it. And... Uh, and then he had, you know, his that's young, cl- couple youngins. This crazy person. He did, and uh, yeah, you're the wackadoodle of the family. There's no doubt about it. So I don't know how your personality and his personality totally clashed, but uh, <laughs> last year at the Super
3: Bowl, Jim saw me and he goes, man, I'm sick of seeing you on my phone. It's crap. <laughs> that's man. amazing. But
4: some of the crap you say. You know, uh, I was like, oh you no. You know, you love it. And the thing is, be honest. Tell it like it is, and that's what it's about. And your dad is one of those guys that he does. He tells it like it is, but he knows what he to
0: talk about. Thanks. Uh so I sat next to Big Phil on the flight out here and for 3 hours he talked and I listened for 3 hours and I wow. said I said listen I got Jim Kelly on Thursday what should I bring up he goes Adam you know what you should bring up ask about Jim Kelly's basement parties no.
2: <laughs>
0: he said, He said, listen, he said, those guys in Buffalo, they enjoyed their run. You they know really what? did. And,
4: and we did. And at times we <laughs> caught for that a little bit too because people said it. we partied too much. I'm like, whatever. are you kidding me? Yeah. We did whatever we did the week before. That was our team. We had fun. We enjoyed playing yes. the game. We enjoyed what we did after. We knew when we took the field. We were focused. We were ready to play. And that's why we went to four Super Bowls in a row. That's why we were in five out of six years in a row we went to the AFC Championship game. And you know what? It is what it is. We just weren't meant to to win the game. So it is. Yeah,
3: know. that's. I know, I know. I heard that too before. It's, it's just such a low blow to take to our team. Like like Lawrence Taylor was some choir boy for the Giants. Right. You know, oh just, my. That's what I mean. Oh, I mean, you know, Dad would always say, "You go, oh gosh. I mean, if this was a, you know, if I played in this day and age, not our team, would our whole team would be in jail." <laughs> it's <laughs> so a different era. It is a different era. It really Thank
4: is. Thank God we didn't play in this era. Well, right. from the standpoint of salaries. Oh, no, you want no, to sign up. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, I mean, you It's kind of shocking, isn't it? Oh, shocking. Especially when you know there's quarterbacks out there, and I'm not going to mention names, no, but, no. are getting paid 15 $20, 25000000 you You're like, really? I know. But God bless them. More power to them. I've I, always I hope wondered, they can
0: continue to do it. The player gets up there and he goes, you know, I just want to thank everyone that paved the way. And I'm like, you know how you can
4: show some thanks? Give a little <laughs> bit to the
0: older guys. Right? I, and the,
4: here's the thing. When I played, when I wasn't sacked, and we won, I gave my offensive lineman cash. You wouldn't believe I'd come in on a Monday <laughs> and after the game, and they would be sitting at their lockers <laughs> Wait, waiting oh, for number 12 yeah. to pass out the $100 bills. Those and, cheap bastards. And, know and, it. Plural, $100 bills. <laughs> and uh, they, what they wanted, they said, do not tell anybody you do this. I go, why? They go, well, we, if you – if they, my, our wives would know, oh yeah, they would make, sure, they would want us to give them something. Right. Are you kidding me? You, I thought you, aren't you the one that? Are you the guy that, that runs the, top top the house? In that right?
3: Family? <laughs> yeah. Man, Seriously, let's awesome. off. It goes back to the offensive lineman thing. Yeah. I like always say, There's he cows. says they're cattle.
4: Take care of your boys. Yeah, Man, that's
0: true. I see yeah. people giving out the Rolexes and all that stuff,
4: but straight cash. I gave straight cash, and when we started hitting the playoffs, they cash tripled. Oh, and then I, I remember I think it was the, the Super Bowl. I was going to give me each twenty grand, and back in the day, that Holy was almost Lord. a paycheck. Oh, yeah, and but uh, I didn't care. I wanted to win, and Man. I had faith in my boys. were going to do it, and uh, unfortunately, it didn't happen. But let's talk about why I'm why I'm sitting here. Go ahead. Let's do After that. I want to ask you one more question before you, you do. Can I do one yep, quick one? Yeah. You Just it.
3: because to tie it into the Super Bowl. I mean, your first Super Bowl was dealing with Bill Belichick, and. Like, at what point of that game did you realize, like, oh, because they played you with the two-man rush and three-man at rush. Times, yep. And, yes, I mean, at what point of the game did you go, wow, this is, like, a different scheme we've seen than any all, all year?
4: Yeah, when I wasn't on the field for, like, an hour and a half. <laughs> they held the ball right. all the second quarter – until halftime. Right. Then we went into halftime. Yep. You know how long halftimes are. Yes. Then we came out, and they held the ball for another nine and a half minutes. Right. He's it's still like, doing that. you got to be kidding me. Yeah. yeah. And that in, in itself, yeah, if I had to go back, I probably would have ran the ball more. Right. But when you're not on the field, you feel you have to do that catch-up. And we, we did score 19 points in 20 minutes of time. Damn. Yeah. Hey, should have had 22 I, I'm not gonna, points. I'm not. Probably. Yeah, I know. Yeah. 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 You no, know, I could go on and on to how passionate I am about yeah, um, talking about football, but um, I just want to yeah, again thank you guys for having me here. And yeah. Tell us what a, you're here for. Well, as a lot of people out there probably know, and some may not know, I was diagnosed with cancer not once but twice, and I teamed up with Merck uh, two years ago to be able to fight uh, this horrible neck and can- uh, neck and head cancer. And uh, what we're doing now, and I just challenge everybody out there that's listening, log on to yourcancergameplan.com, yourcancergameplan.com, yep. and you'll see. I think there's 19 advocacy groups that have uh, people that will help fight for you and uh, these groups uh, all share what we all don't have, and that's the knowledge of knowing what you're going through with cancer. And when you share on your website with these advocacy groups, Merck will donate $5 for every share, which is huge. So we hope to raise hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. And again, it's yourcancergameplan.com, and I challenge everybody in the next 30 days, log on. You can be a difference maker.
0: I want to ask you something. When you're playing, people go, oh, you inspire me. You're a hero. To go through what you've gone through and now be on the other side to fight for people, are you getting the same
4: reaction? Big time. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I, I thank God for it because... I know that I've been through a lot in my life, and I understand why I've been through all of that from the standpoint of losing the four Super Bowls, to have a son born on my birthday and him being diagnosed with a fatal genetic disease, him passing away at the age of eight years old, and then the neck surgery, back surgery, and cancer not just once, but twice. I get it now. Is to make a difference for others who are going through tough times. It's all about your attitude. Make a difference today for someone who's fighting for their tomorrow. And we can you guys can help me make sure we get that word out there We're help and make you. sure that people understand it. It's all about your attitude and helping out. Yeah,
3: we appreciate your attitude. Yeah. Legend, Hall of Famer, I cancer feel survivor. I mean, just motivator. You're the man in my book, always, Tim Kelly. That. Yeah,
0: Hall of Famer. Thank you,
3: guys.
4: Damn. Enjoy. Get Keep on it there
0: up. and help this man out. Help us out. Let's go. All right, so there are younger guys in the NFL that... Uh, this isn't just younger guys in the NFL. There are people that still come up to me and say, "Chris, I just really wish it worked out in the New York Jets." You, your brother, and you <laughs> right. You're how far apart in age? Eight years. Eight years. Yeah. There was the picture of Chris Tucker seeing your son and kind of like seeing my brother, seeing your brother, and, and be like, like uh, "Are you that same
3: white quarterback I've been seeing for the last twelve years? Yeah, Who the tell, hell are you?" <laughs> so in essence,
0: your career and your brother's career turned into like one long twelve-year career, worthless piece of shit career and that's what everyone thinks right. so we get Devonte freeman he comes up uh and right away i could tell he's looking at you you're weird.
3: right i could tell too i was like what's he he's like looking me up and down like he knew me and he couldn't figure it out but he
0: doesn't admit it right. until about halfway through the interview <laughs> so see if you can pick up on Devonte freeman thinking that chris sims is matt sims <laughs>
1: Man, I almost thought you was your little brother. Oh, oh Matt. Sh- I, I don't even know what I was thinking. <laughs> Matt, I was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? I was like, what? Of course I'm like, though, my brother. That's why I'm like, what the hell Matt doing <laughs> <laughs> How y'all doing?
0: We're
3: good. Good. Yeah. Everything's good. Yeah. yeah. Put, on, this, put yeah. them on, man.
0: Bit. Yeah, man. <laughs> I've been good, dude. Still I've been <laughs> trying to catch up to you, man. Hi,
5: how are you? A little busy. Oh, hello, how are you? Just about a few minutes. Okay. Invisible.
0: And Devonta, when you get a chance, slide up after she gets done.
4: Okay. Yeah. Making the rounds yeah. today? Yes, sir. Yeah.
3: Yes, sir. Uh, so, like, this is our Bleacher Report podcast. Okay. No rules. No rules. We, can, we swear, shit, we say shit, whatever. Fuck.
0: Yeah. Oh, whatever
1: man, you this, want. This is exclusive. Yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> Let's <laughs> start right there. It is exclusive because uh, we have a running back that I feel like some people doubted. I, yeah. Yeah. And I don't think when we talk about the best running backs in the game, your name gets mentioned, Devontae Freeman. But every time I – let me wax poetic. Every time I see you run, it's aggressive, it's angry, it's mean. If you're near the goal line, you're finding a crease to get in. You can catch the ball. You can run the ball. You're dynamic. And apparently you want to talk about it too.
1: Tell the people, Devontae. Um, I personally don't get caught up in the the hype with who's the best. right? Uh, Or my name not getting called the most because – I just try to go out there every day and as loans. I live within like what I expect. I'm okay yeah. with that.
0: And you got paid. I got paid, big dude. Time. Congratulations! Thank Last you. time I was down there, we were going shopping for apartments together in <laughs> yeah. Atlanta. And now you got paid. Got paid. A was, lot of did
1: money. it take the pressure off? Uh, t- to be honest, it's one of those things where you know that's the business. But I love football so much yeah. to the point I'm gonna continue to grow and get better. and uh, to, be, to be one of the best. Yeah. You know, so that kind of, football is my escape, so that kind of sure. helped me with the business part.
0: It's pretty dope that, it, that your escape pays for your life.
1: Yes. Right? I know, that's fun. It's like, you mean to tell me y'all gonna pay me all this money to wake up, go to me is practice, yeah. play football? Right. The game's free. It's the, the game other, it's the other stuff. Right. Exactly. I
3: mean, you would play the game. I know, I, I'm yeah. with you. It's sitting yeah. here with
1: us that sucks. Well, well, <laughs> well that's pretty cool too. Hey, is baby. Isn't it?
3: Like, does it piss you off? This is something we talk about with running backs a lot. We're the players' podcast, yep. right? We want yep. players to get paid, fuck all the owners, the all that bull crap. okay? <laughs> yeah. But uh, it, it's unbelievable. You're one of the best players in the NFL, one of the best running backs in the NFL, and you had a fight and crawl to get a contract and yeah. be paid respectively for the most physical position of all sports. Yes, sir. Uh, I mean, do you just feel like the running back position is just totally disrespected at this point a little bit
1: in the NFL? It's tough. It's definitely tough as a running back nowadays right. just because of how, how, they, how they view us, how, you know, the rumors that's been going on, running backs don't make it normally over three to four years. Right. Uh, so from the other side, the business aspect, they're looking at it like, we're gonna lose. You know, for the players, we're looking at it like we're gonna sacrifice. Yeah. And I think that's what both parties, you know, meet somewhere in the middle and make it fair. It.
0: Yeah. As the season went on, um, it seemed like you guys evolved. Right. Right. Like earlier in the year it was like, who are the Falcons? You guys would jump out to those leads against Buffalo, Miami, and then they would get they would start pounding you guys in the second half. Right. But then as the season got on, you start winning some divisional games. You start taking it to people, and I feel like your identity came out. Right. When did the toughness start? Like, who who started this change, like, three-quarters of the way through the year?
1: Uh, I think we did as a whole. Uh, just calming down, you know, taking it one play at a time, not worried about uh, two weeks from now.
0: So there wasn't a team meeting. Dan Quinn didn't give a speech or anything like that.
1: Um, Coach Quinn, one of the best at giving speeches and uh, breaking it down for – Every individual to understand it. Uh, But I think what it was, we were starting to define, you know, our identity at the right time when Mm. we needed it most. Um, That's physicality speed and hard hitting. So it was a process to get there though. Every year in the NFL has been different for me. What in what way? Just always how I view the game now, the business, the way I take care of my body. Yeah. When I want to be physical. Each game determined uh, what type of running what type of running I'm gonna be, right. what type of style, if I'm gonna be a slasher, if I wanna punish people, or if I wanna make guys miss and just run past me. Sure. So based on the game film, like, you know, who I, who we playing, that's how I, you know, go into the game plan for my week. Sims, who which team is faster, Jacksonville or Atlanta?
3: Uh it's really close. Gosh, you're the two of the fastest teams in football. I would say as a total Jacksonville just by a hair, but I mean, damn, I don't know. It's really close. <laughs> That's BS. Either way, they're amazing. That's BS. <laughs> <laughs> but but it doesn't matter. You're still doing the fastest. All right, I, I gotta ask. Like, uh, I gotta bring you down memory fucking lane here. Let's okay, get it, let's All right? get it. I, I don't mean to be a jerk, but be like, a jerk. just be talk. You. All right, fine. Fuck you, Devonte. <laughs> hey, let's what get the it. fuck <laughs> happened? Why? Just like, okay. Are you haunted by twenty eight three? Are you haunt? Like, do you how many times during the year? Because I know, like, as a ex player, I always think about the bad moments more than I do the good ones. You know, like when you think back about that game, do you, is there a play where you go, "Damn, I wish I would have done this," yeah. or, or you know, just what was it like being there and kind of going through that?
1: Uh man, you your energy matches your brother Matt Sims so well. <laughs> <It's> really? <crazy. laughs>
0: what? So you walked over and you I actually thought it up. was Matt Sims? <laughs> yes,
1: but yes, I
0: thought it was Matt. They Sims. Look <laughs> they look alike.
1: They look alike. Talk you, alike. Energy. You know, what do you mean energy, though? <laughs> Matt Sims is one of the. the most competitive players I've ever been around. Probably one of the best that quarterback I've been around as far as the competitiveness. His juice, his, he's just so up here. Yeah. Monday through Sunday. He's uh, got the I juice. warm up with him before every game. Every game, you can actually. Yeah. We warm up together because I feed off his energy. Nice. And it's, it's just crazy. And you're feeling that from him. Yeah, it's like, it give me those the way What's you up, motherfuckers? Let's yeah. go, baby! Yeah. 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 What's that's incredible, incredible
0: man. Exactly, man. is their dad's the same way. Really? It's
1: just a family of crazy. blonde, Leander psycho, folk, psychopaths. Idiots, right. but that's my boy. <laughs> hey, I appreciate y'all family. Bro. Thanks, man. Appreciate for it. All, right, so so, your, yeah, 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 all good, but I <laughs> appreciate so, so, that compliment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So back to your question. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those things I might not be happy until we win it. Right. Win the Super Bowl. Get back there and win the Super Bowl. Uh, because I'm always striving for, for greatness. Yeah. You know, so... It's yeah, a, it's, it's a always going to be there in the back yeah. of your
3: mind. You're going to wake up in the morning and go, damn, that day I'm going to go out here and work right. hard today just to put right. that away.
1: It's, I don't remember. I remember mostly all of my big losses than all my big wins.
3: Yes, I, I know. It's That's a crazy. painful thing about a, an athlete because you're, <laughs> yeah. you're like, oh, we were supposed to win. And then when you lose, it's, it's you like, never, never forget about right. it. Did you
0: right. text Jameis after he ate the W?
1: <laughs> <laughs> man, Yo. Damn, man, J-boo. J Jay-Boo? Jay-Boo. Jay Boo. Oh, okay. Did you text really cool. Jay-Boo after he... <laughs> I've been around, Jameis. I know. For so long. I know. Uh, I'm talking like all season and all that, so it's kind of one of those things where I, I, I expect Jay-Boo to do some off-the-wall things sometimes, but he's one of the best guys He's also high-energy at quarterback. Yeah. You know, so, so my, definitely. I have a friend
0: yeah. that says I'm funny three out of five times. Like, I'll make five jokes and three of them will be That's good. That's good. You keep people laughing. That's exactly. great energy. Yeah, but two of the times they go, ah, that sucked. Man. Jameis' Jameis's energy in speeches out of five, how many times does it get the team right and how many times do you like Jay speech, boos being a little Jay boo right now?
4: Jay
1: Bookie. is It's different because at the right times, he know what to say. He know how to operate. He know when to be a character and when to be serious. Yeah. You know, because he had that type of impact on the team and everybody. He came in as a leader. He got everything by a leader, Mm. all the traits. And, you know, you know when to be serious, when not to be serious. Yeah. So we know if we out of hanging out, Jay boo going to be Jay boo He's the leader.
0: He's going crazy. We we were (laughs) saying this about Matt Ryan at the end of the season. I think Matt Ryan played better this year than he did in his MVP year. Why you say
1: that?
3: Well, I I just thought, like, just because Kyle's was such a great offensive coordinator, it, not taking disrespect to any of you. I mean, he right. made it easy, right? And right. You just are like, damn, we got playmakers and everything's right. going on.
1: Motion. He this was year, creative. He was real creative.
3: Yeah, real creative. Like, Sarkeesian, you know, he's still finding his way. He's in the NFL. Yeah. The offense was in a well-oiled machine all year. But I thought Matty Ice made a lot of, like, just hanging in the pocket, people on him, like the touchdown against yeah. the Eagles when he threw the pass yeah. on third oh. down, like those kind of plays yeah. all day long, yeah. all year long that I was yeah. really impressed by.
1: Uh, I always personally think Matt do a, a really great job. Yeah, well, uh, he does. I, yeah, And you're a, you, you. Like, yeah. So I yeah. You from a quarterback family. That's when so I know I'm getting old, you know, like. <laughs> damn. <laughs> <laughs> you from that family and that coaches, so you know more about me than more about the quarterback than I do. So, uh, I definitely think he it was it was a lot more on him this year. Right. Because right. he had to take over from another level. Yes. You right. Did he do that? Oh, sorry, I didn't. I, I was do just
0: going to say did, did you feel Matt kind of look around and go I need to step up bigger. Was he given different speeches? Was he given different energy?
1: No, uh, he was, Matt always him, you know, just he always, solid. He always straight line. Yeah. yeah, all the way through the whole season, good, bad, adversity, whatever it may be, he always straight line.
3: Uh, we got uh, this. Is the Eagles fan right here? Okay, you can't get over how <laughs> hard he that. was rooting against you that Saturday night. That's oh not my not god! Not you. I'm, I'm just I was like, get him, Devonte. <laughs> <laughs> don't go. Don't get him too much. No, no. Uh, he no. He no. Joke is like one of your biggest supporters, hands down. But the Eagles, just, since it yeah. was so fresh in your memory, and it was only a few, what, like what jumped out to you that, about them being such a good team?
1: I, uh, I played the Eagles three times since I've been in the NFL, and every time we played them, it's a, it's a different environment with their defense. Yeah, physical, fast, right. strong. Right. Uh, I'm that type of player, so I can always match it. Yeah. But uh, they downhill. Man, attack. they do linemen. is like they attack and they coming, They grown man.
3: Yeah, they are. They got a big team, right? Like, they, I mean, they big,
1: like they're like they a big team.
3: Yeah, Right. You see Fletcher Oli, Cox. Brand, running back, yeah, right. That's what everybody cornerbacks, says. they're a big team. Yes, right. Yeah. Okay, and you played New England this year. So just give us your two cents before you go here, just like what you think might happen in the Super Bowl.
1: I feel like it could go any way. I just think it's hard on a, a defensive coordinator to, you know, not know what's coming at him yeah. or not specifically yeah. game planning for two – individual players. Right. You know, I feel like for for New England it's hard the game plan them because you never know who could be that player or yes. when that player may be called up on and right. Uh, and with the Eagles, you know, they run the ball so good. Once you got a team that could control the clock by running yes. the ball, yes. yes. that's tough. Yes. That's tough. Yes. Yeah. I know. It's control gonna be the clock. Yes, sir. Devontae Freeman is telling the Eagles to control the clock.
0: <laughs> Please <laughs> fucking control the clock. <laughs> All right, so I'm assuming you're here with North Face. Nah. Who are you here with? I'm here with Delta. Okay Let's Here's how it. this works The man is wearing Everything in North Face Right now So I want Oh uh, Reebok, Reebok He's wearing
1: the clothes Reebok for life though Alright so Yeah the sweatshirt's Reebok Okay okay I My bad I see it's over here Alright so here's oh, how no, this okay. works De- Reebok Devontae we're not going to
0: help you You're going to okay. give your sales pitch We are going to raise you One through ten On your ability to sell So I need energy Tell th- Really sell the
1: people On what you're here for today And okay. give them the juice Give that Matt Sims juice In okay. your sales pitch Okay Hey, guys, how y'all doing? It's Devontae Freeman. I'm here today. Uh, I'm supporting Delta, and we just having fun. We talking with someone I see as a legend and my man, Funny Man. But, uh, (laughs) you know, I'm just thankful to be here, and uh, we just having fun. Tell Tell them about Delta. Delta, Uh, Delta, you know, take us around all throughout the whole year. Um, You know, we, we fly. The food is... Phenomenal. You know, we got the biggest airport, one of the biggest and uh, busiest airport in Atlanta, and Delta hold the most flight there. Are you an aisle seat or a window seat? I'm a window seat. He's a first-class seat. First-class window,
3: baby. Damn. Come All right, on, Sims, man.
0: what's your grade?
3: Uh, you know, it was a little rough around the edges here and there. It was good energy. The energy was quality. Right, okay. And the fact that he brought in the Atlanta airport was nice. Uh, I'm going with a 7, though. I am, too. I don't give anybody a 10, just so you know. I mean, he's gave out 10s. He's easy, Shums right? up. I'm he's still
0: easy. learning. I'm getting better. Yeah, but you're getting yes. better. And the energy was proper. That's the reason I was like, I'm already going to go high, because that was the most energy the whole time. It was. He said, all right, what's up, everybody? Devontae Freeman, ready to sell you on Delta. <laughs> you can fly high. You can fly far. You can sit in the seat. You can sit wherever you want. It was fucking good. That's scary. dope right now. I can't get, I can't get
3: that good. <laughs> well, he's a professional bullshitter right there, so he's
0: good at Half it. the shit I say it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Devontae, stay sir. healthy. Fe- you yes, feel sir. good? I feel wonderful. Good. I know you got your Rashida day one right there. Day one. See, my my memory is tight. Yeah, you know about that. I know what I know. Uh, Day one. Next time you're in New York, let's come and hang out. Let's do it. Devontae Freeman, star running back, and he got paid. Atlanta Falcons with Delta. Appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. have been hearing us doing the uh, interviews with people from K Jewelers. I hope you guys are liking how we're making everybody test themselves with how they can sell. But when we heard that we could get Tim Brown and his wife, Sharice Brown, you were very
3: excited. I was excited. I mean, there's nothing better to talk crap to an ex-football player than be able to find out The little behind the curtain details that the wife might share about how he is, right?
0: Especially when you're you're with someone that played for Gruden. Oh yes, because you know that that Tim Brown was going home and you were going home and you're like, man, (laughs) motherfucker, but I forgot that Tim Brown mentioned you in his Hall of Fame speech. We're going to get to that in a second, right? And then also your experience. I thought what was fascinating, and I think you guys will like it too, when Tim went from how Gruden was with the Raiders. Compared to how he was with the Bucks. I thought that was fascinating. I hadn't yeah. heard that yet.
3: I hadn't heard him say that either. And that's I know there was things that concerned him about that, but I never heard him dive into it like this.
0: Yes. Yeah. And we also talked about how Tim Brown's eighty one should be retired and it hasn't been yet. Yeah, what the hell that's insane. Yeah. Here's Tim and his wife Charisse. This is a treat, Sims. Oh, you've been more excited for this than anything else. I really have been. I mean, you know, Tim and Sharice Brown. Tim and Sharice Brown. Tim, of course,
3: legend, Hall of Famer. Look at the jacket. I played with him in Tampa. <laughs> yeah, he gave me a shout out in his Hall of Fame speech because I threw him it. one touchdown pass. <laughs> one, one. It's probably in. No.
0: My- yeah, it was. It was a big one though. It was. You know. My question. That's a good point. When you're doing the Hall of Fame speech, yeah, there's a million people that you're like, oh my gosh. What was that process like writing that speech?
5: Yeah, you know, it was tough. You know, my wife gets on me still because, you Uh know, I didn't really talk about Al Davis and the Raiders that much. Um, And there were a lot of coaches that I left out and uh, a lot of people I left out, but my speech was about something else. It wasn't really. I was trying not to make it just about football. I was trying right. to go a little deeper than that. Because yep.
0: so, it is deeper than yeah, that. Yeah, it is a lot
5: deeper than that. That's so. why you
0: brought in Chris Sims because <laughs> depth <laughs> is Chris he, Sims. He was
5: part of the journey, no doubt about it.
0: So. Sure. I, the reason I was excited uh, that Sharice is going to be here is uh, you guys both played for John Gruden. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious... When, when he comes home and he's talking about John, you know, what was John like as a head coach from the outside perspective?
2: Oh, my goodness. Tim and John have such a close relationship, but he was amazing. That Chucky persona, yeah. it was just amazing. I love John, his family. Sure. Just great, great family, but um, Tim just had such a respect for John. You know, he came in and... Gave Tim a lot of opportunities that he didn't have yes. previous before he got there. So we have a – I'm surprised he didn't talk about John most of that Hall of Fame
3: <laughs> Did, did – uh, I, I mean, the wife of a football player, it, it deserves sainthood, okay, first of all. Because football players are emotional and all mm-hmm. over the place. And you're angry if you didn't catch footballs right. and they didn't throw it to you. I was mad if I threw interceptions, whatever right. it may be, right. which I threw a lot of them. Um <laughs> But I would love like what was Tim like, you know, through the bad times? Like did you know, did, was there a sign that was like, "Oh, okay, don't approach Tim right now. He had a bad day at work or anything you like know, that?"
2: No, Tim never brought it home like that, you That's know. Good. He really was able to kind of separate it, which was good. Now, he would get pretty quiet and kind of go into his little man cave and just kind of relax. You know, there's certain things that he likes to do and, right. you know, He's a, a game person. He's that. that Stop. What are your you? Words of friend. Words friend. You know. Oh, not
5: not that kind of game. Yeah. Oh, you
0: got the vocabulary. <laughs> got the vocabulary
2: games. Yeah. Yes. So, I was gonna say,
0: you shoot people in Call of Duty. No, no, going no, 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 no,
2: no, no. Very much so. And those were things that you know he would just kind of. You knew it bothered him. Yeah. But he just didn't let it you know affect home life.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. how I am. Sims calls me his work wife.
2: Okay. So, okay. you know,
0: when I know he's having a tough day, yeah. I let him do his
5: little games. Exactly. And I got out exactly. of his way. I do
3: take it out on them, actually, sometimes. <laughs> no joke. Uh, I've gotten so close to them, I, yeah, like, I'm absolutely. comfortable can, with like, having yeah. my emotional um, outbursts. I,
5: I thought
0: about this watching the Raiders this season. I am annoyed that your number is not retired by the Raiders. You know, I, I and keep your wife and you both went back at the same time, which means I think you agree. Yeah, <laughs> right.
5: You know, I, I keep telling them, you know, you guys are just making guys look foolish, putting them out there with eighty-one on. I it's, mean, it's ridiculous. There's just, just no reason to do it. And this guy' is, last name is actually Brown. Right. You know, so everybody's like, Tim, is he relative? You know, I like, no, I have no idea who the kid is. So. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, it's their way. You know, they've only retired double uh, zero, right? And they're saying they never will retire numbers, so uh, it is what it is. So.
3: That just makes no sense with well, that great it's the, tradition. It's the,
5: you know, it's the way they do things. I know it things, is so. the
3: way they do things. Uh, I mean, we both played for John. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, were you shocked that John came back? I, I
5: was. You I were? Was, yeah. Okay. Uh, because we had had conversations over the years, and he he kept giving me giving me all the reasons why he wouldn't go back. Right. And, um, so now this year. Like, in September, something came up, and I hit him. And the text I got back was, like, hey, we'll you know, like, it wasn't that. All of a sudden, it was a little you know, bit of. Yeah, uh, door slam, you know, right. going to think about it. You know, things will happen. It was something crazy like that. I was like, hey, oh, oh, whoa. oh. Yeah, yeah. oh That's a, a different yeah, answer. Yeah, 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 that yeah. You know, and, you know, we started talking about, hey, look, man, if anything goes down, you know, bring, you know, save a spot for your boy, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, <Yeah>. uh, so <laughs> you know, I I, uh, I, didn't see the Raider thing happening for sure, but. Man. um, uh, I was at the Cowboy Raider game. I think it was December 17. Right. Talking to everybody, and I could tell that there was something going on that they didn't like. But I didn't think it was fire higher type bad. You know right. what I mean? So right. Uh, but you know, all that being said, man, you know, I think Jack Del Rio did, did an incredible job for the Raiders, getting them back to relevance. Sure. Uh, but uh, I think Gruden has the opportunity with this team, with the talent he has, to take these guys uh, to the Super Bowl pretty quickly. Are you are you have a little yearning to get into coaching? Oh, no coaching for okay. me. <laughs> okay. Okay. No coaching I for just, me. I
0: wasn't sure. I like would be you,
5: going to work like this, you know. If I was right. going to say it's been
0: really funny to watch people go coaching. Oh no, that's a life I don't want.
5: Yeah, it's just, that's it's brutal. just, you know, it's it's. You it's, wouldn't see Yeah, It's eighteen to it twenty hours a day, yeah. man. It's just, yeah. you know. He's I,
2: expressed that to me too. He's always said he did not want to coach. He said he would love to be a part of the front office. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, you know, to assist in some 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 way. That's where yeah.
3: you should be. I, I that would be awesome. You would be handmade for that. You really would be. Yeah, you
5: know, and and you know, I, I don't think I have to be there every day. To to do whatever, but I think I can still be there and help help affect the team and um, and uh, and help this organization because you know the transition over to uh, Vegas is going to be real.
3: Well, with, with all this day, and a- I'm sorry, I'm going to ask him another football question. Oh, well for okay, it,
2: well for it. I'm used to it. Uh, okay, good. <laughs> yeah.
3: that's why he big uh, buys you big diamonds from K Jewelers because every kiss begins with K. I'm going to talk football. Here's jewelry. Uh, uh, the, the league the way it is right now. I mean, there, there's just these freaky receivers everywhere. Who's the guy that you watch on, like, a weekly basis or you're just, like, wowed by right now? You know, Odell, uh, Antonio Brown, Julio Jones. Hopkins, whoever everybody. it is, Hopkins, A.J. Green. Uh,
5: you know, for me, it's uh, it's Julio Jones. You yeah. Know? I, I think, uh, you know, usually those big guys can't run routes and, you know, can't do certain things. They can run down, jump over people's heads and, and, and make touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, big catches or whatever. But when you watch Julio, I mean, he can get in the slot and yeah. run routes out the slot. Right. Take a slant 90. You know what I mean? He yeah. can go outside and beat you out there, you know.
3: Run he, jerk routes like you. you. You
5: know, I mean, this guy has <laughs> yeah. it all. You know, yeah. and um, yeah, Antonio Brown is, is great, obviously. He's done a lot of incredible things in the league. But um, to me, you know, I love watching Julio and, and what he's able to do in the field. So
0: yeah. I've only known Chris now for about four years. And I know that you knew him at a different time. What's a good Chris story that maybe I didn't know? You know, locker rooms. Look, still. man,
5: I, I felt bad for Chris because Gruden was like on him relentlessly. It was was it more I than mean, other quarterbacks? Well, more than I had seen him with with quarterbacks with the Raiders for sure. But he was he was young, and I think Gruden was trying to prep him and get him ready. But some of that stuff was brutal. I Every mean,
0: player that I have talked to that has played with Chris goes, "Man, Gruden gave it to him." Oh, uh, it was. It wasn't was it the whole team just watching, and being like, "Damn, is this guy yeah, going to let it, up?"
5: And Gruden was different. Then, by the time I got to the Raiders, he—I mean, to the to the Bucks—he was a different guy. Yes, he wasn't the same kind of. You know, it was more cursing, more over-the-top type language. Right, and uh, you know, I think from that standpoint, that was a part. You know, look, when you when you're trying to teach a guy and coach a guy and get him ready is one thing, but when you are MF and him and that kind of yeah. stuff, you know, it goes a little bit over overboard. And um, so I, I really felt bad. In fact, I, I I never told him this, but I had conversations with Groot about the whole deal, the way the Bucs were being ran, ran at yeah. the time because that wasn't the Groot that I had seen back at back with the Raiders, huh. and it just seemed to me that he was over the top with a lot of stuff yeah. that was happening. So. Man, I, you know what? we well, Thanks, go that's, talk good, to, to that's John. good to hear you say that. Yeah, we're going to fight, fight yeah. John Groot. Bad, like, we're right? not. John's cool. John's yeah, he's emotional. A he's yeah, a, a good guy. He is. Great no, guy, you great can't coach. blame him for that. Yeah, right. you know, I and I, I just think you know, you know, when you're hanging around Warren Sapp and those guys, some things you happen. To but no, it wore <laughs> all on yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, you know, you win championships, man, and things. Right. Look, I, I'll tell you guys this. Uh, when I, we played the Redskins, uh, our, my first game with the Bucks. Yep. And uh, when John was with the Raiders, if it was a tight spot. I would always come up to him, hey, John. Think about this round. Never just for me, but just you know, think about this round. Right. perspective. and I can remember going up to him and it's t- very tight spot in the game. And I said, "Hey, JG, think about." It. And he gave me the Heisman. He gave me like I Ooh. got it. I was like, "What?" <laughs> Oh, you got it now, huh? Back okay, then they okay. didn't want me. Now I'm hot. Yeah. They all on <laughs> <want> me. <laughs> that
3: was the 2004 Redskins game, I believe. It was uh, let's see. No, that wasn't the one. Sapp skipped out in the middle. We lost though up there, yes. right? Yeah, it's yes. bad. Yes. Right. Real bad. bad. Yeah. yeah, they kind of
4: dominated yeah. our Yeah. So right. I
5: mean, so you know, so I think, I think he, he sort of, you know, it's an evolving know, personality. Yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, but it, it was an interesting time, man, and uh, I, I'm happy now. John is back with the Raiders. I think he'll be excited. He gets it. He understands his mistakes.
0: Yeah, and if and, nothing um, else, it's
5: going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Chucky uh, is alive again. Oh
0: my gosh! <laughs> All right, <laughs> so, so we are here. The, we have the Browns here because of Kay. Here's yeah. how this works. <laughs> you are going to make your pitch. Work as a team, give the pizzazz, <laughs> okay. and then Sims and myself will be grading you one through ten okay. on the performance.
3: Wow. Yes. Okay. yes, we know Kay's awesome. They've I already got a ten. So okay. My
5: line is such a killer. I
2: don't know if you. Yeah,
5: I'm excited. But give it a ten. <laughs> okay, he may have a
2: killer line, but I'm wearing their jewelry, hey. which is a part of their interwoven connection collection, I like and I it. have on several pieces. So, guys, I'm trying to help you out with Valentine's Day. Okay. Go out and get your ladies something pretty. And Kay can help you do that. So, um, my plug was pretty cool, I think. Hey, look, (laughs)
5: because of the Buccaneers, I never got a chance to win the big one on the field. But off the field, I won the big one. And I met
1: this beautiful lady here. Uh, That's
0: so so sweet. Mic drop. That's so sweet. Damn. Damn. <laughs> no. but, okay. So you said that how many times this week? That line. Life,
5: <laughs> life. No, but life. I'm saying like that's a man.
0: you said for like at least two weeks. <laughs> he, he is <laughs> I'm really.
5: That's perfect. We're good through Valentine's. But go to go go to K Jewelers K.com, man, and make something happen. Okay. okay. What are you giving? Well, Come on, bro.
3: Here we go. Yeah. I'm giving a nine to Tim and a ten to oh,
0: Okay. Oh my god. She's way Thank cuter. You. She's got more bling on. I do. She I wins. Do. Sorry. Oh my goodness. Sorry. <laughs> I was going nine as well. I uh, when nine I to me. I'm nine total. Here's, here's the only reason. I think going forward, a little bit volleyball set. Ah, <laughs> the teamwork. Gotcha. I feel like, I feel like as so you guys are an adorable, <laughs> adorable couple. I think if you finish each other's sentences one yes. time, so you to be like, oh my god, they finished each other's sentences, they're so cute. He
2: completes me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> there it is. We finish each
0: other's sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You guys are awesome. Thanks, Shout thanks, out. The Browns, they are great. Uh, Hall of Famer, great people. A Hall of Fame couple. A Hall of Fame wife. <laughs> want you to sure. go to K. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank right. you, thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right, Sims, let's do iTunes
3: comments. Speaking of retired jerseys. Just why we on current events. Yes. In this past week, it happened. And I just thought while I was watching it. Does Paul Pierce deserve to have his jersey retired by the Boston mm. Celtics? Like, what's your are I'm just t- honest
0: conversation here. My honest conversation is that for the longest time, I believed right? from the outside yeah. that that team of Paul Pierce and Antoine Walker was infamous for being a team that wasn't going to achieve anything. Right. When they bring in KG. KG. And Ray Allen. And Rajon Rondo. And Rayjean Rondo. Then it became this thing. Now, I heard a lot of people speak. I heard Doc speak and say, you know, Paul turned down a lot of money elsewhere to stay here. Uh, You know, he played a few other places afterwards, played with the Clippers and all that. I think I could write the history of the Celtics and not have a huge Paul Pierce other than mentioning him with the other two guys. I
3: think that's really – like that's. I love how you always say that. Like, writing the history should tell the
0: story. To me – That was KG's team, in my mind.
3: I, I, I would agree with that. And I also just go, like, there's three teams, especially in basketball, that I think have a different level of jersey retirement. Like, the Lakers, the Celtics, and the Bulls have a standard to me that's a little
0: higher than the rest. It's like the Yankees; they're not just going to retire. No, and the Yankees
3: have actually fallen into that trap here as of late, where you know Andy Pettit and people like that are having their jersey retired, and and Jorge Posada—they are Yankee legends, but they don't deserve that their jerseys retired. So that—that was just my thought. I also thought it was kind of funny, just because it was Lebron. Well, it was Lebron, and if there's anybody been a bigger hater on Lebron than Paul Pierce, so I got to think Lebron was like, "Oh, I'm going to shit on this day." It was for sure. But I just thought it was an interesting talk for conversation because he's obviously, you know. Certainly one of the better basketball players of our generation. One of the best the Ce- nicknames of all time. No doubt. And he, a lot of clutch moments. And I enjoyed watching him play. I just thought, you know, the Cel- like any other team, yes, Jersey retired. You won a championship. You're one of the best players on the team. But it's the Celtics. And it's just like I feel like you only, the Celtics, the, the, I think the ghost and the rafters would be like, you only won one and you got a jersey up here? Who would be
0: the team in the NFL? I think Cowboys, Steelers. Yes, right. Those two, the Packers,
3: and now the New England Patriots. I think they have set a different standard for like you. Not no, you can't just be like, oh, you were a good player on our team. You have to be like one of the best ever at your position in the history of the league, and you had to help us win some big games.
0: Right. Like Joe Thomas could get his number retired from the Browns, and
3: that makes a lot of sense. Exactly. Like does Tony Romo? He's awesome. Does he? No. Just, right. Exactly. I, I, don't, I don't think, think so. so either. Right. As awesome as he was, does he deserve acknowledgement as far as being a key part of their franchise? But does he deserve to be next to Aikman and Stallback? Mm. I just. I don't think so. I don't know. It's wild. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's get to some iTunes comments. First one is Zach Attack 24. Congrats, Adam. That was a perfect game plan from Peterson. Got a question for Sims. Who do you think the Chiefs can go into free agency and draft to help solidify our defense? I don't think we're, we'll be good on offense with Mahomes being more aggressive. Oh, I think we'll be good with Mahomes being more aggressive. I appreciate the interaction. That's what makes you guys the number one show. Appreciate you, Zach Attack. Yeah. The position. So in that trade for Alex Smith, mm-hmm. they got back a pretty damn good slot corner.
3: Had the best year of his career to this point in Kendall Fuller. Yes. You're right. So that was That's definitely Kendall, right?
0: Kyle's in Chicago? Yes, I believe there, so. Yeah. So that was a big piece they needed. Yes. I think they needed another corner. They kind of they got rid of a bunch of dudes. You've been saying for a long time, linebacker and where else? I Pass mean, rusher? Yeah. With Ali and both being free agents?
3: Justin Houston, the right. huge amount of num- money he is commanding. I mean, I believe he, since he got Benny 20,
0: Logan's a free agent? Yeah,
3: so there you go. Like, and Benny, those would be guys I think you could get back for a good value, uh, worth the position. Like, people like Justin Houston, with their cap charge and everything like that, I mean, I think it's like close to $20 million, basically. If they cut him, I think it's like $12 million in dead money. So look at the but, Chiefs. Yes. Which
0: positions would you want to get they a need star more at, and secondary. which guy would you want to draft depth from. Yeah,
3: uh, I I do think they need another player in secondary, like I really do, whether that be a Malcolm Butler or a LaMarcus Joyner Mm. from the Los Angeles Rams, those guys that are hybrid type safety nickel corners, that, you know, I I do think they're a team that needs another pass rusher as well. They need a lot. They do. Their defense needs to change some things around. I don't think it's, you know, I've been critical of Bob, Bob Sutton. Is he the perfect defensive coordinator? No, but he makes adjustments as the year goes along to where I agree with it. I go, Oh, he's taking the right approach, yeah. might not be coaching exactly the way I like with it. But I do think there's a talent deficiency there, and they need to up their roster. And, of course, Barry being back this year could help, too.
0: And that's the really big benefit, I think, about having a rookie contract at your quarterback position. If you look at the Chiefs, their stability has been at a few positions. They've had Ali and Houston there for years. Yep. They've had Derek Johnson at linebacker the right. whole time. All that's got With Zombo right. and Sorensen. And they've had Peters, and they've had uh, your man, Ron, uh, Ron Parker. Ron Parker. Right. They haven't had to change a lot. Yeah. It, they need to invest. It's and time. Eric Barry's injury was enormous, too. Enormous.
3: But. And they overpaid for him, too. I just, I'll just i say that flat out. I mean, he's he's really good. He's certainly in the conversation with one of the best safeties in the game, but the they best,
0: overpaid him. The best thing about rooting for an Andy Reid team is you're not going to have to spend a lot of money on offensive line because he's going to draft him. He's and amazing. you're like the only team in the league that can do that. <laughs> Uh, Philly won Dilly Dilly Dpeg 23. Adam is a diehard Pats fan. I was heartbroken, but being from Pennsylvania, I have many friends and family who are Eagles fans. It's comforting to know someone is happy. I immediately thought of my favorite podcast, and I want to wish you congratulations personally. Thank you. Now for Sims. Was that Clement TD actually a catch? Jesse James did the same thing. As soon as I know what a catch is, I'm proving wrong again. I don't know what the fuck a catch is. We talked about this on Wednesday's show. Uh, Thanks for spitting the truth. You still believe that was a catch?
3: I do. Well, I mean, first of all, the Jesse James play is different to me than the Kelsey slant touchdown. But, but what about uh, Clement James versus Clement? James Jesse James versus Clement. You know, again, uh, he's in the end zone. He hit the ground. Two feet hit the ground. He had the ball. Yes, the ball moved. I think where it wasn't conveyed properly in the podcast. I mean, on the TV television cast is just to say the ball can move. That's not against the rules. Listen, we all are confused by the catch rule. I like the fact that they aired this way uh, in the Super Bowl, as compared to the other way all season long. Regular season, and I and you know, to me, when you really look at it too, I got to look at it and think. Roger Goodell talked about how the fans have an issue with the catch rule at his Super Bowl. You know, what right. is it, State of the Union he address? Said we need to
0: know what a catch is, right?
3: And I have a I have a hard time believing that he didn't say something to an Al Riveron before the Super Bowl to say, "Listen, if the guy doesn't fucking throw the ball up in the air and then like." Like it's a catch until it's so proven the yeah. other way, other way, and that's the way it, it was intended to be. That's the way it should have been. And Al Riveron fucked himself all year long by yeah. backing himself into that corner to where the Super Bowl should be a catch, but they confused us through the way it was called all year long. So I understand it as well. Jimmy Jesus, Jimmy love the Jesus.
0: podcast, best ever. This is from Jimmy Rod seventy seven Sims, wondering when, what you see when you break down Jimmy Garoppolo on film. Yeah, where would you rank him, and what have you heard about him in the locker room at practice. Let's talk about you watch Jimmy Garoppolo running Kyle Shanahan's offense on film. Right. What are the things that come to mind?
3: I, the, one of the first thing that comes to mind right off the bat, just to tell me the guys a player, is the Chicago Bears game. The Chicago Bears game, his first start ever in a couple. This cold, was when
0: Robbie Gold kicked five field goals to win.
3: Exactly. There. They win the game, right? Uh, he makes a nice drive at the end of the game. But regardless, that right. game, a good front seven of the Chicago Bears, good defensive coordinator and Vic Fangio, they played good defense in that that day, And then here's Jimmy Garoppolo, who certainly doesn't know the whole offense at that point, but made a number of plays that were off schedule is what we would say in the NFL. Not like Kyle didn't go, well, I want you to read one to two to three. He did that and they weren't open. And then he said, oh, fuck, I got to make something happen here with my ability. Those are the things I saw right off the bat to go. Wow. Yeah. It doesn't have to be perfect for this guy to make a play. But then quick release, the ability to throw to receivers before they're open, not anticipating them coming through the hole. And then the the really the thing I think that sold me more than anything, I, you know, he's a baller. He he showed me the fact that you know, I can throw it sidearm. I could throw it back and away. I could throw it fading away to the right or the left. He showed me so many different angles to
0: deliver the football. You saw enough footage that it wasn't a small sample size with perfect conditions. Right. He wasn't in a clean pocket for seven games. Right. He was for five games. He was sitting there doing all of the throws.
3: Like when the conditions were perfect, it was a slam dunk.
0: Bam. Also, think about this: right. he did it against the Bears, the Jaguars. Who else did he do it against? The Bears,
3: the Jaguars, the Rams at the end of the year. Yeah, well, they right? rested. Yes, it's still it's all right. Hold on, I'm going to pick just up. i saying
0: Bears and Jaguars were playing for something. Is they're
3: Exactly right. Uh, I just think there's a lot there. Plus, he's. He can move the bootlegs, the play Have actions. Have you heard anything
0: about him as a teammate?
3: Well, I've nothing but positive yeah. things. But, I mean, the Tennessee Titans is who he beat the, before the Jacksonville Jaguars. They went to the playoffs. It was the Houston Texans the week before that, who was well, no easy yeah. out. So nah, they're, they, they're, Their defense sucked. Yeah,
0: it did. It fell apart. Yeah, don't say that. Yeah. Uh, so you had uh, 27 was Monday. Who was that, your quarterback-wise?
3: Oh, 27 on Monday was Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill, 26 was? I'm not quite sure how I was going to go there yet. Tyrod or, or something. Or Andy, Andy Dalton. Dalton
0: right? uh, 24 was Thursday.
3: I don't know yet. I, gotta, I, gotta, I, gotta I got to I, look. I have my general list, right? Is Garoppolo higher than that? Yes. Ooh. Yeah. I don't want to give it away. Yeah, That's I know. We saying. can't give it away. We okay. Stugats will get mad at me.
0: Stugats will get mad at you, and then he's going to have to answer to me. <laughs> Your version of Stugats here <laughs> on Sims and Coast Sims and Stugatz go. Um... <laughs> Man, I'm so excited to watch the Niners. It's going to be great. Yeah, it is. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed those conversations. It was a lot of fun. Coming up on Monday, uh, I'm going to be getting back from the NBA All-Star Game. Sims is going to enjoy one more day of freedom before we really put him to work in the coal mines. (laughs) Uh, So we're going to have a Hall of Fame football edition. And I think I'm going to let the Emmett Smith interview come out. Good, Deserves it's going to happen. So Emmett Smith, Jerome Bettis, Terrell Davis, all Hall of Fame running backs edition. Cool. And franchise tagging starts on Tuesday, so we're going to get you ready for that as well. Yeah. For now, for Sims. Peace out, homies. Fendrick is sending emails. He says good evening. Good evening. And the Lefkoe man says, "Have an awesome fucking weekend." As always, hit us up on social at Sims Lefko. Subscribe on iTunes. Leave a review. We'll make sure to get to it. For now, Sims Lefko. And we're out.